0: Cartoonist Kayfabe, my name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. October is underway, man. It is here, and we are doing some traveling. October 6th through 9th, Jimmy and I are going to CXC in Columbus, Ohio, to uh, speak on comics, sign some comics, and sell some comics. We're going to be at Baltimore Comic-Con at the end of the month, the 28th through the 30th. That's the birthplace of Cartoonist Kayfabe. And if you're you're in the uh, region, come say hi jacksonville public library is going to be the warehouse of a zine festival october 22nd jimmy's going to be there to uh, talk and sign your comics these are the drawing prompts for kayfabe tober of 2022 lots of great prompts in here that i can't wait to see you guys draw from and uh on instagram make sure you uh hashtag us cartoonist uh in your posts if you draw from this and 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 you put it out there on social media And if you are on Twitter and you share your material, you can at us there, and uh, that's guaranteed that we'll we'll be able to see your stuff. Not quite guaranteed that we'll be able to repost, but uh, we're going to do that as much as possible. The videos are brought to you by the books that we make, and these are Jimmy's books that are currently in the wild. Hulk, Grand Design, Monster, and Madness. retelling the history of the Incredible Hulk. It's going to be collected in a Treasury Edition uh, at the beginning of 2023, but you could order that right now. Reprint of Street Angel, Delius Girl Alive is is back uh, in stores from Image Comics, collecting all of his Image Comics uh, Street Angel material. And two Red Room trade paperbacks are in the wild right now. Just did a signing yesterday as of this recording. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game, and... Every story in these books is self-contained, four stories in each volume, which thusly makes each book self-contained. So if this is your starting place, don't worry, man, because you don't exactly need the first book to kind of keep up with things. Now with that in mind, let's take a look at the uh, most popular, widest-selling Avengers comic
1: to, of all time. to
0: ever be published, man. We're is talking- it fair to call it the Avengers Goat? heroes reborn november 1996 rob leifeld and extreme studios you know he went off to image comics he formed a studio so did jim lee so they had a factory of guys man it was old school like eisner eiger shop or simon and kirby marvel solicited these shops to build books for them gave them very very hefty sums to do so and this is the stuff that uh rob leifeld and crew brought uh to to the game Avengers number one we see we got two two covers here if uh if my mind is if my mind is right this might be a chap cover
1: I assume it is I don't see a signature but you know what I thought of like this week looking at these things is uh Marvel Knights you know where they bring in a couple creators give them four titles and uh you know show show and prove and it's kind of uh it's a little different but it's still the same sort of thing like license out your characters to uh some outside studios and let's try to save this sink the titanic is sinking gentlemen (laughs) do what you can to turn that around
0: and even in the light of all kinds of marvel movies and the ultimates and all that kind of stuff this is still the avengers comic that that sold the most so the stunt casting worked at that moment which probably creates a scenario where it worked once let's try with marvel knights Wizard Magazine was so huge at that moment. You're seeing constant coverage. That includes Joe Quesada, Jimmy, Jimmy Palmiati. You're seeing constant coverage of uh, Brian Pulido popping in there, talking that smack. Uh, so these guys have those, those, that system in place where they can publicize their stuff using their, their Wizard Magazine darlings. Maybe that can help uh, sell some comics. And, and, I mean, it created a situation where, where Quesada you know, becomes editor-in-chief and some kind of like creative guru for a million years there. So, you know, their stunt casting works. Yeah, to to some extent for sure. In the short term. Yes. In the short term because, yeah, you sold some stuff, but I must have three or four runs of this Avengers comic and you will find it in the quarter bins. So I will admit that this is maybe the second or
1: third Avenger comics I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I read issue one and two for Hulk research not too long ago, and there's some parallels there with issue one. And I had a collection of, like, the Neil Adams, some of his Avengers stories from when I was a kid. And I believe I read them back then, but they don't leave much impression. You know, I can't tell you the ins and outs of that story at this point in my life. Um, But I haven't read a lot of Avengers, so, like, I was going in here relatively fresh. Probably, like, a lot of people based on the numbers of sales of the previous issue and then this one. Sure.
0: So, uh, let's just jump into things, man. This is a chance to reboot stuff. I will say this is no worse than any Avengers comic I ever read. Uh, it's unfathomable to me. If you would have told little Ed, who was watching the, um, X-Men cartoon and playing the X-Men video games on Genesis and had a toy box full of X-Men toys that Avengers was ever going to supersede the X properties in a million years, I would never have believed you, but that's the world we live in now. And, uh... This is no worse than any other adventures comic I ever read, <laughs> you know? I love the first page. I feel like that's really cool, and I even like the title of treatment. That's the beefiest Loki you ever see it ever, dude. Oh, yeah. And that's Chap Chap Yap doing his thing for the first 20 pages, which which is also, like, you're starting off in a way where we'll get there eventually on the Wizard coverage when it shows the little Iron Man by Jim Lee and, like, Wills Potashio, inking or something, or it's probably Scott Williams, but then a big Captain America. Like, it's full rob liefeld jim lee coverage so you're starting off with 20 pages chap yeah and the, and the way that it works man is that very smart it's that Mignola thing where it's like you guys get hellboy into hell for me and then i'll draw the cool shit. <laughs> that's right that's what we have here man is uh we have our expository stuff that chap gets to draw and you know he's doing his thing but i've been thinking a lot about especially since the howard Chakin interview about the wisdom that Chaykin brings, brings to comic book storytelling in his thesis of imagery as the, as the visuals being uh, images with storytelling value. Mm-hmm. And I look at this spread here and uh, like Chap has drawn a lot of panels that have zero storytelling value and <laughs> that first one is really funny because <laughs> there's not even there aren't even words in it like talk about an unnecessary panel <laughs> he has a lot of this exact kind of thing man and you you kind of just need one of these you could have the cool thing with like an alan moore superhero comic or something is you have your guy doing a little bit of stuff while he's you know observing earth which is uh, ostensibly what is happening here uh but you just have one or two money shots, which I would say that neither of these really are. I think this is a pretty good. I, I like the mugging here. Yeah, it sure
1: works well. Sure, but I but was not the chap yap uh, follower that you were. Yeah. You know, I had some of those team young bloods and they were cool. I'm going to
0: tell you, man, like, uh, it's it's chappy App norm rapman inking which okay. is the high point man so this ain't the high point
1: do you know is war child published after this no because that would have been Absolutely the last not. piece of his that i remember and it was like you could see his like he he arrived and yeah. he sort of like grew pretty fast yeah my recollection of him and uh some of this i think looks really good and some of it looks rushed and i don't know if that's an inker or who knows what the circumstances are there too maybe anchors. changes you know happening in this at some point in the
0: process maybe I think there, yeah, there are two inkers in the mix here, Marlo and John Sybal, and and both of these guys are like the lower rung, extreme inkers to me, man. Like, of course, Danny Miki, number one, yeah, of of that crew, and then when these guys started to come in, like the 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 finish was just not there, they just didn't have it.
1: I also get really mad at the um, Loki
0: dialect oh dude and impossible to read of there's a
1: ton of it on this page for all, almost
0: no reason and that's jim valentino <laughs> who's, who's who's writing that stuff and um it is it never was fun the stan lee shit is not fun to read with all the hark and and the thou and the minds and stuff like that uh so it's doubly unfun when it's like you know some modern day cats like doing doing that stuff so like let's flip the script because this is heroes reborn we're doing something different here man so it ain't it ain't captain america who's housed in ice it's it's the thunder god yeah and i just now made the connection that these uh thought bubbles i was trying
1: to figure out like who is that who's running in front because the guy in the front says slow down man it's hard for me to climb with this bum leg
0: and that's loki and th- those are the
1: see the little streaks of light that's oh. who the
0: thought balloons are connected to ridiculous, <laughs> it, only ridiculous. Took, it only took three readings to figure it out <laughs> ridiculous man very curious to see what what a page of original art looks like with this right here like what is in true black ink what is not what mm-hmm. is all the the colorist because it looks like the colorist is doing a lot a lot of heavy lifting there this uh this loki doesn't look far from the geiger character from uh team youngblood that chap yap would uh very often put together also donald blake like he he might have a bum leg but he has no atrophy in those legs he's a very muscular beefy feller
1: once again like he's in the front of the uh in the front of the line complaining about how fast they're going you're in the front dude yeah (laughs) (laughs) moving your own pace so Loki can't strike Thor for some reason, and his plan is to enlist the Avengers. He hears about this Avengers group
0: coming in, and maybe he can use their power to, to kill his brother. The 90s studio comic artist drawing domestic scenes, some of the most hysterical stuff. Well, look, let's start here. Where is this located, everybody? Right. Where,
1: where's this rocky island out out of, off the coast? New York City? New York Harbor, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You,
0: you don't see, you know, a... a um. I don't know statue. Oh, of you Liberty, know what?
1: Perhaps? I see New York right here. Yeah, right <laughs> on oh, my. my bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but just seeing the domesticity in with the extreme artists is just—it's very funny stuff.
1: It is funny, and it does feel like, yeah,
0: let's have uh,
1: let's have Chap handle this. Chap, when we get into the into the fight, then I'll yeah. come on
0: board. Chap, uh, you know he's a studio cat. So so Rob had had a look to his books that he wanted, and, and Chap. Like, rose to that occasion and got a whole book himself, Team Youngblood. Uh, but seeing a face like this, that is J. Scott Campbell that's influence. exactly what I was going to say. Uh, to a T. You know, yeah. I know I know his work. I know Chaps work very well. And this is not a natural drawing of it. That's J. Scott Campbell influence. No doubt. This Swordsman character, like, he draws better hair on Swordsman. Because, like, Rob decided that oh, wow. the fucking Jim Carrey... And Dumb and Dumber hair is the way for Swordsman's hair to go. And Chap at least was like, you know what? I'm not going to draw Swordsman with that gimmick. I've been doing a lot of remodeling on my house. And this is a window treatment that he's wearing on his shoulder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I looked at a window treatment just like that.
0: still got our loki obs- observing everybody and that gives you the the space to get a page or two and see what the avengers are up to and what perhaps some of their powers are i don't know what this like a uh, feral hellcat chick is is it like tigra or oh that's is what there, i thought i don't
1: know if, if Tigra and hellcat are the same or not but i i love loki refers to vision here as a demon because he's coming up through the floor yeah thor will refer to him as a demon as well later on whenever he. It's their again cu- comes through phases
0: through something or other it's their culture little deluca effect with mm-hmm. our captain america right here you know it's always odd when when uh the colorist keeps keeps all the same saturation for all of the figures you know, you're know, you so used to having almost like speed lines to like you know a blur yes would be like the lighter value right like this is where they were and this is where they are but the colorist didn't get that memo see this is your rush chap like he would have a lot more stuff going on um there's stuff there too like when you see cap's
1: face like some of these faces look like maybe somebody else has gone over them a bit sure and now here's your big money spread yeah this is the page that the chap can sell for for four figures back in the day
0: yeah for sure
1: And our first glimpse of like what
0: these avengers look like look uh, at his hawkeye boy what? That's not Wolverine? <laughs> that is Hawkeye, man. You'll see him with his uh, archery gear. A lot of blah, 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 black and forth between H.P. Guyrich and uh, and uh, Nick Fury.
1: Yeah, with a little dum-dum Dugan thrown in there just because uh can't have enough star power.
0: Those conversations in the Image comic, because that's what this is, the Image comic with a Marvel logo and Marvel characters... Don't even try. like, Don't even try to have conversations. You're, you're going to put us to sleep. Like, Just do, stay in your lane. Draw cool fight scenes. Here's a great line
1: from Nick, Nick Fury, and I wonder if this is Valentino and the Image Boys talking to Marvel. Look, Pencil Neck. We controlled this once before. We'll control it again. Now put a sock in it.
0: <laughs> Hello, Hello, editorial. editorial. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Here's one of those terrible, terrible reading sequences that turns people off to comics reading and and certainly takes you out of the story where this is one panel and you are instructed to, well, you discover that you are to read this thought balloon and then jump past these balloons and go down here, look at the titties, look at the fucking (laughs) hips, read these balloons, and then you go back up. You know, very, very poor. Very, very poor.
1: It's such the formula, though, for a lot of those image books. And even before those guys went and formed image, like, you would see this layout. Like, I feel like that's a staple layout that I associate with the image guys, specifically, like, the Jim Lee, uh, Liefeld. But, but really, like, I, you know, Larson and McFarlane would do that. Get a, get a nice big full figure in there.
0: I'm fine with that, man. But the, then maybe concisely why like wrap up exactly what you want her to say amongst these five thought balloons into two thought balloons.
1: Right there. I love this stuff too. She's thinking,
0: hey, that's the vision. Hello, vision. <laughs> Valentino. Who's <laughs> the same that, like, age group reader wise, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a Silver Age comic with uh, 90s, 90s flair and polish. Uh, no backgrounds. It's all lens flare and it's all gray. There are no backgrounds there for sure. Um, I, I was critical of Loki's speech patterns. I actually enjoy um, the vision's sure. speech patterns here. Yeah, yeah. What a Scarlet Witch, one word, that kind of shit. Pretty cool. We got our Hank Pym wasp uh, scenario in the mixture here. We see, and also you see where where Rob uh, places value in in the characters and the things that he liked. So he liked the Kirby Scarlet Witch helmet, not the like you know 90s West Coast Avengers Scarlet Witch. It's bizarre because it kind of looks like a beard. Sure. You know, she's uh
1: Scarlet Witch, the bearded lady. <laughs> but it also very fourth world esque. Yeah. That helmet. Yeah, sure. It is nice neat to see like the updates and what stays and goes
0: and changes and Alright, baby. Let's get to Rob territory, dude. Two page spread that he's gonna be able to sell for five figures. Yeah, there you go. And see that's how you could tell that uh that this is Hawkeye.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's interesting choices. Not that the old Hawkeye costume is anything I have any loyalty to, but I don't know what this one is either.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's Shadowhawk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Hellcat character, too. I, I don't know. I guess it's not Tigra. There's no stripes or anything on Well, the I think character.
0: Tigra was also the cat. Like, the, the chick who was Tigra, I think, was first the cat, like the Wally Wood character so maybe she just has had evolutions or yeah. something like a pokemon they might
1: be two characters
0: yeah i have no idea shows what we know about uh, avengers and then the swordman is that a complete invention for this avengers team no it existed like it's a john b Sema era thing i think cuz he had like a full head costume i remember there's a great cover i think he was kind of purplish and the sword coming down like a worms eye view you know you talk about like it's
1: hard to imagine the avengers surpassing the x-men or whatever yeah it was because like there were such they were such b and c exactly. listers, especially in the 90s like totally. we'd see those ads in wizard and just be like i can't name two characters on the avengers yeah it's such a far cry from like avengers one where it's like bring all the
0: big a-listers together because they, they were just no longer a-lister thor was not an a-lister and then the team would like recirculate a lot so it'd be moving in and out like a bunch of different people and then they would try to create new ones rage but in terms of how you make the book, the top book, yeah.
1: bring back the A-listers. You know, right. it's not a creative team issue. It's a all-star team issue.
0: Yeah, and certainly when the image guys do their thing, and then, and then the Avengers, like, they try to update them, and you get, like, weird power suit, um, Hercules, and and just, like, these god like, Thor had, like, a mechanical-looking costume. Black Knight
1: was always, like, in my mind, I'd see Black Knight. It was like, we make fun of Wonder Man. There's a bunch Wonder of these Man. characters that populated the Avengers that are just, like... Who is this? I don't know what era these characters would make sense in. JLA, I think, did the same thing, where it's like they got into that BC lister stuff and kind of into obscurity, and then you come back and it's like, okay, put Superman and Wonder Woman
0: and Batman back together, and now we can sell books. Let me ask you this, though, Jim. Should I not be profane in my commentary (laughs) on this floor right
1: here? I don't think we can show that in a thumbnail. I mean... It's ridiculous. Everybody
0: talks about the burst chest, titty... Captain America yeah, but you don't look you don't look into the content of Avengers number one.
1: Thor is a god <laughs> <laughs> You even have the hammers like the setup like <laughs> this could be a really good page turn. He wheels two hammers <laughs> indeed. <laughs> they even say it's the biggest hammer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the, lar- the largest one I've ever seen. <laughs> and,
0: and, and then you have your, your Thor review. review Reveal, <laughs> oh, I should man. say. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's a lot going on. All right, so let's have our schmaz now. We got to bust... Uh, there's no vibranium, whatever, on Earth that was able to get this guy out of the glacier, so you got to call the Avengers to come in, which, you know, it's... Ice is hard water, last time I checked. Like, shouldn't be that big a deal, but but clearly it is and it takes uh, everybody's power to you it know- is
1: it is fun to see like this is a superhero team fight against the block of ice so far yes it's really fun yes <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite this is my favorite like two double two page spreads of all time should we have them both yeah back-to-back? we should because this is back to back two page spreads and you know what i almost busted out tracing paper to be like they're the same pose <laughs> you know like they're almost the same exact thing even
0: the explosion is kind of the same thing yeah it's, it's amazing it's a uh, it's an alan moore transition from ad to comic book the placement of the titles of the characters, same size, same place on the page—it's uncanny. That's funny. It's hysterical. And, and there's—if <laughs> we didn't sell you heart on the cod piece the first time, man. <laughs> no pun intended. Let's have two. And he's got like tights on. It's amazing. Holy fucking ads, man. Oh yeah.
1: Hey man, they're selling
0: books. Yeah, they you are. Got,
1: you got to get, recoup that money.
0: Yeah, they are. All right, so loki reveals himself once you see it you never unsee it it's true it's gonna haunt this entire
1: run yeah i like whenever it runs like off the panel right yeah it's like, a bigger panel.
0: because because it's it's the um it's the spiegelman thing like it you don't know how how big it is now
1: <laughs> everything just reads differently now
0: with this with this reading where he's <laughs> like for Asgard, <laughs> you're right, because there there is a back to it. Like you see that in his double page spread, so that, mm-hmm, that could mm-hmm. be the Asgard. Yeah, that he's talking about. Like it he, could be a warning to, to the Avengers. See, you see the Asgard back there, or may or maybe that's just the fucking yam bags. <laughs> like this is a god piece and that's his elephantitis.
1: Who knew this was going to be our most R-rated episode? <laughs> And but see, of course, Loki turns Thor on the Avengers. So this is what you're going to get in Avengers One: is Thor versus the Avengers.
0: And when you're when you're fighting, your body has a defense mechanism, man. So so like you know, there's a constriction. You know, the landing gear. There's a lot happening. Goes in that, up in that panel.
1: Thor's so funny in that panel. There, there's no torso. Uh uh-uh. uh No torso or pelvis. It's
0: but so much leg. Just limbs. So much leg, dude. Real cool. And this is like such a good like you're selling the god mm-hmm. so this is an impotent punch like you get this at the, the no sell from from thor it's there man yeah it makes a lot of sense and the
1: inkers have brought back some of that life felt we used to see that like yeah. in x-force one maybe have- even like Youngblood one when he was inking himself you would see some of that kind of background inking and that's now true. it's back we've that's got true. a student of the
0: game here that's true <laughs> and guess what man Turns out Loki's a bad guy, and Thor is finally uh, convinced. Takes a couple of pages. Yes. You know, he had to shake the dust off.
1: He did. And Captain America coming through, man, saving, saving Thor whenever Loki thinks there's an opening.
0: Yeah. And sen- sends him on his way.
1: Yeah, Scarlet Witch reverses a spell and sends uh, Loki off to Limbo.
0: And in the same way that uh, in classic Avengers comics, Cap joins, fin- the Cap joins the Avengers. You got your two-page spread, another five-figure page that Uncle Rob can sell, where Thor joins the team. It is a. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a mind-boggling comic to me. No worse than uh, than any uh, Avengers comic I read.
1: Sure. I can, I can, I'm not going to argue with you there, but it's, it's wild to think like this was what we're throwing like the lifeline for comics, you know, in the late nineties. I mean, Marvel's going bankrupt shortly after this. So just, I don't know. It's, it's a wild time. You know, like it's, it's like everybody lost their mind in the early nineties. Yeah. And then as people are starting to regain their sanity and looking at this stuff, what are you left with? You know, it's, it's a, it's bizarre times. Totally, man. and in even... Almost a new identity in terms of like comic book readers is happening at this time. And that identity has not been solidified yet.
0: You know what's interesting, too? I was thinking about it just like my own personal experience. Like I was already off these guys. Yes. A compl- I never bought this shit. I didn't shit. buy this back then. Like I didn't touch this mm-hmm. crap. This is quarter bin finds for me. and uh, So the bloom was off the rose as far as I was concerned. And for everybody sort of that I knew in the culture, the Rob Liefeld, like the shit talk, was super heavy. Everybody was talking, and and Rob was the one getting the brunt of all of it. You know, it it will trickle down to the other image dudes. Um, So it was already a space where it's like, fuck Rob Liefeld, like all that kind of talk. And this comes out, it's the biggest selling Avengers comic ever. That has persisted to this day, where people fucking talk shit on that guy, and every single show that he does... The line is out the door. So it made me think about, like, uh, I think it was Chris Rock hosted MTV Music Awards w- one year in the mid-90s. And it was, w- it was when Spice Girls was new. And he compared Spice Girls to crack cocaine. S- somebody's doing it, but nobody's talking about it. <laughs> and there are, there are a lot of closet Rob Liefeld fans who have those anonymous fingertips on the computer uh, who talk at smack they still show up in his lines and get shit signed and we will pay $50 for a CGC signature or to get their New Mutants 98 signed. So he's just a, a very divisive character in, a, in a, a certain way when it comes to lip service, but actions speak louder than words and the guy draws money.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's a perfect way to sum that up. Absolutely. And you know, in, in wrestling parlance, Hills are the ones who sell tickets, right? Yeah. So maybe there's some connection there it's pretty interesting to me but before we end this video i do want to point out the way her nose is drawn and also the lens flare because i love lens flare and i know people complain about it i absolutely love it try to use it whenever i can uh, but the nose, it's such an unusual,
0: like the nostrils, you know, they're coming up to almost a bat point. Sure. And, and I, I wonder if that's even a little bit of J. Scott influence, because we know what Rob Chicks look like. I think the eyebrows,
1: I see some J. Scott in there. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, cartoon in those eyebrows. And I think this is a perfectly good image, by the way. Sure. I'm not I'm not even criticizing it. I just think stylistic ticks are always something that kind of grab
0: my attention. Mm-hmm. And there's some strong ones on that face. A little butt cheek yeah behind you, man dude you good to get out of here i am all right K. Okay, favors, like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available jimmy what do you have hulk grand design monster madness two oversized
1: issues are in stores right now while supplies last the collection of the hulk grand design the treasury oversized fluorescent cover all the bells and whistles 40 extra pages that is up for order now wherever you buy books your comic shops online wherever you get books get that right now add it to your list And uh, Street Angel, Deadly Score Live, back in print. You can pick that up wherever you get books. And Patreon.com slash JimRug, where you can see lots more of my comics and art and and what I'm working on these days.
0: Red Room Trigger Warning, book collection is in stores at this moment. Murder on the Dark Web for fun and profit. Name of the game. Every issue is self-contained. Every uh, book is self-contained. So if this is your starting point, the new book that you see on the shelf, Scoop it up. Give it a shot. You dig it. Grab the old one. I'm um, serializing new Red Room material on my Patreon. You can hit up my link tree in the description below to order and pre-order these comics and to hit my Patreon up. Three bucks for the archive at the Patreon. i serializing new Red Room stuff, but uh, Red Room is not the comic I'm going to be working on forever. And I'm at the halfway point of uh, winding up the the last Red Room book. I'm working on new shit, and I want people to support uh, the Patreon. That way you get, you get first scoop at that next... Uh, next level material that's going to be coming out like 2024 or whatever uh what else do we have out there jim subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe e-newsletter
1: at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise uh fanny
0: packs yes. at our spread shop in the links below this video another great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel jim jimmy given those marching orders we will be on our way read more comics